This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. This is Karen Kilgariff. Today, we have a guest in our car. Today we have guests in our car. <laughs> Sometimes we don't. No. Sometimes it's you and I. Usually there is a guest. That's Today, right. We're sticking to the program, our original mission statement. You remember when I typed that up, right? Yes, it was so loud. Yeah, I had my intern do copies of it. We sent it out to... Most of our fans, if you didn't get that, we can send you a copy, but uh, we podcast in the car, of course. I, people already know this. They do know that for sure. what we're doing. It's in the name. Guy Branham. Guy Branham's our guest. You just did the surprise attack intro. Guy, you have one of those names where I've, I've said it before. I know you. We're friends. We were once roommates for a short amount of time. Yes. I, I still get nervous when I say your name. I think I'm going to say it wrong. It's not that hard. It's just Branham. I say it wrong right. every time. Karen said it wrong on the album. On my, I said it on, on your album. I, I said it on that podcast. I'm realizing I always have said it perfectly. My nervousness comes from Karen messing it up once. <laughs> I think we all need to be less obsessed about being perfect, and that's how I live my be, life. And just be. And just be. Present. fuck ups. Let's be proud right. to be uh, not good at everything. Right. Let's that's embrace. my thing. And I'm sorry I just pointed fingers and, and specified that it was you indeed, Karen, who got his name wrong that one time. <laughs> it doesn't matter who does what and who does things wrong. Just let's watch the fingers. I'm really worried. <laughs> I'm really worried that you guys are going to take me to LAX and make me get on a flight. You're going to be get like, out. Well, like I said, guy, we're sticking to the program and that was part of the original mission statement. I, I get did. that. Uh, LAX. I would also like to point out that I was booked for this podcast <laughs> for less time. Like I was booked for this podcast 20 minutes before we left the party we were at and then we went and we got in a car for an hour. We just oh. sat in a car for an hour waiting for I you. I didn't think it through. Listen, let's start at the beginning. Today right. is Gay Pride in Los Angeles. The, it's the day? It only day you can be proud. It's the only day that you can be proud. And you really have to get it out, hopefully with balloons. I, today. It is a rich and beautiful expression of my culture. Yes. I thought it was a week. Well, it's a month. Jaw of June is Pride Month. And then all of the different cities have their pride parades on different on different days. And so then, you can take a train to all of them. Also, your second tier cities, um, they sometimes have their prides not during the month of June. And that's fine too, San Diego. Right. <laughs> and then Palm Springs does it in November because they have fucking badasses. They just do what they want. Well, and also, who wants to be in Palm Springs in June? True. Yeah, the actual date. I get all confused about Gay Pride Week because it falls in the same month as Ford Truck Month, and uh -huh. the McRib always comes back at this time of year. So I don't know what days. It's hard to keep them all my celebrating. You guys. Well, and because Lobster Fest oh, is Lobster right before. Fest. Oh, let's float yeah. on into Cheddar Bay. <laughs> no, <but> listen, <laughs> I was just in Canada. And while I was in Canada, there was a special McDonald's promotion, <laughs> and they had, they had 
foods from all the parts of Canada. And it meant that they had... Putin. From Atlantic Canada, they had a lobster roll. A lobster roll at McDonald's. No. Oh, and wow. part of me wanted to get it, and then the smart part of me was like, you should never buy lobster from McDonald's. <laughs> no. And there was poutine from Quebec, a boring chicken sandwich from Ontario, a hamburger from... Um, Newfoundland? The, from, like, the prairies. <laughs> and then there was, like, a Sunday from British Columbia. And it was so exciting. <laughs> I just was fascinated by it. You saved so much money on your trip by just going to McDonald's. Exactly. Do you realize how much traveling you'd have to do to go get a Ugh. traditional cordon bleu sandwich from <laughs> Quebec? I know. <laughs> but just the, like, McDon- like McDonald's lobster roll is a thing that you read about in like BuzzFeed articles, but don't ever actually think <laughs> that uh, you'll see. It's a thing you hear about on Stories of the ER. <laughs> Because a lobster roll from McDonald's is guaranteed just nonstop vomiting. I mean, there's no way you're not going to become deathly ill. Yeah, that's something where your house would have to do detective work to figure out why blood was coming out all of your orifices. And fi- the person won't admit they got a lobster roll from McDonald's. It's so obvious. And then it's that's like, so funny. They have to. They're like, I swear to God, it was two cheeseburgers. That's a great episode we just wrote. Okay, well, let's mail it to the WGA and just get this thing legalized. I gotta get in that guild. <laughs> Some one way or another. Get in this guild. So, uh, because it's Gay Pride Day, I was at a, a Gay Pride brunch, parade brunch this morning with that guy invited me to. This is what I tore you guys from? Yes. Yeah, but I mean, uh, we, we got a go podcast. I'm, yeah, we have to. We gotta. We gotta. And, and, uh, and we have so podcast guy, pride. Guy at the peak of his brunch party. Just at like the you had champagne bubbles all around your head. I'm like, come podcast with us, <laughs> and, and then he had to sit in a hot car. Uh, buzz. But the thing is, is I say yes to life. I say yeah. yes to life in all of its many forms. Mm-hmm. And like, if you ask me to podcast, I'm gonna say yes. And what I said is, if you leave a party for three hours, your stock goes through the roof. People are like, where is he? I wanted to talk to him. Then you show up again, and they're like, oh my god, he's here again. Because we aren't gonna go back, right? Oh, we're going to go. Did you notice how I said we? Like, Everyone is at Revolver <laughs> well, Ultra okay. Lounge now, and so we will be going to Revolver Ultra Lounge. That sounds too high octane for me. It's well, actually it's, mega chill. It's not just a lounge. It's an ultra lounge. Oh, meaning they have hookahs? <laughs> <laughs> meaning there's cologne everywhere? Yes, there is cologne everywhere. We don't need hookahs because the cologne is just coming straight at you. You just, you just suck it in the right, right through your nostrils. I One Pride Week, I went to... Chapter 9, uh, it was on the corner. Uh, the IRS? You're making things up. No. Related there bar? was the guys, 11? Are you talking about 11? The guys, the the only straight guys they had there were the guys dancing. Okay. And they had angel wings. Okay. Oh. Were and you at 11? 11. Thank you. Okay. But also... Oh, did I call it District 9? There, there may have been... <laughs> you went there, to Chappie? There may have been... <laughs> Chappie. <laughs> There, why isn't there a, uh, a chappy themed gay bar named Chappie? Um, <laughs> Everyone wears But also, I resent your implication that all of the Go-Go Boys are straight. Some of the Go-Go Boys were probably gay, but some, some. of them were probably straight. Some. I bet Super. some were straight, but they were willing to experiment while their girlfriend was out of town. <laughs> oh, that's so true. <laughs> it's, hey, you get, you get a dance gig, you take a dance gig. And also, you open yourself up like guy is saying to some life's of, many options some of them are willing to open themselves up to, to life's many options for like 180 dollars hey that that's a competitive price i had a great time is what i was uh, who did you go with who did you go with <laughs> i went with uh my old friend uh neely has a friend who he is a exceedingly handsome used to be an underwear calvin klein billboard person so oh he sounds a, hot he, he put, yeah he he's a he's a rida- like perfectly faced person but he's the not and liked me he was so support he made me feel great and and uh and then i went to this place where would he put your face right by his face he just was saying hey i just arrived with the hottest guy here and pointed at me and everyone's like hello and i just it's adorable i it felt good and i it's like when it's like when the football the captain of the football team Takes the developmentally disabled girl to prom. Exactly. (laughs) I knew that it was a bet among his friends. That it's like, I dare you to take Chris Fairbanks in his paint-covered overalls and his nerd glasses (laughs) to the most high-octane gay ultra lounge and pretend he belongs. Eleven was never an ultra lounge. (laughs) Are you really wearing overalls? I wish. I'm just thinking of... (laughs) 
you know, the nerd, nerd stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. they just be like, oh, look at her with her glasses off. No one ever knew. <laughs> I, I, I have to, okay. But it's Chris in a gay bar. I, not, that never will happen to me. I'm never flocked by women and... They're like, oh my god, you're the hottest. Oh, you well, were directly cool. referencing. You were directly referencing that movie where that girl gets made over. I just realized that there is a bunch of yes. those movies. I think, but you're thinking of the one um, where she literally does wear glasses, overalls, yes. and a ponytail. It's like Freddie but, Prince Jr. Yes, <laughs> it's not. She's can't all, hardly is, wait. She's no, all it's that? not. She's all that. She's got, she's all that. She's I think got, it's that's she's all the binds. Isn't step it? up number four. Step up. Sorry. Step up five. Mean Girls. Mean Girls. I'm done trying. Uh, how I, many? I love. I'm done trying. Karen, how many Amanda Bynes movies have you seen? Uh, Amanda, 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 Amanda. I don't. No, I think I've seen the, the Shakespeare one. Oh, the Shakespeare one is good. Yeah. And also the the sec the guy who played not the main hot guy but the second hot guy was in my improv class. <laughs> but then also there's the one where she's the Prime Minister of England's secret daughter, and that <laughs> one's really good too. Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes. Look, it's oh the, my God, the Barbie. Angeline. We're it's so Angeline. Of her. That, you guys, that's such good luck. To see, it is. To see Angeline in traffic is good luck. We decided uh, in, the, in the 90s. It means that there will be a, a fruitful harvest. Yay. Unless, I'm so, I feel great. The only time it's bad luck when you see her is if she doesn't have a young man in the passenger seat. Or if she has unhinged her jaw and put it in the glove box. <laughs> that's very bad luck. Yeah. She was totally intact. She, of course, lost her jaw. She used to chew a lot of Copenhagen. Oh. She did. She was a mountain gal. She and she loves chaw. So anytime, like we, there was one football, <laughs> there was one football game that you like had to. We had to drive like a long way into the mountains to get to when I was playing fo- football in high school. Uh-huh. Was it when you played Reno? Uh, it was when we would play Quincy, which was up by yes. Reno. Don't uh, talk to me like I don't know Quincy. <laughs> and every time somebody who had never done Copenhagen before would decide to take his first dip on a windy mountain road. Yeah. And then there's nothing more hilarious than watching a 16-year-old guy who thinks he's pretty cool puking uncontrollably. <laughs> on our... We used to go up to Point Arena. You didn't ever play Point Arena, did you? No. So they were right on the coast. So we would go up the coastline, and it was... You were in, you know, a school bus just going like this on like on coastal roads for literally two and a half hours. And I'll never forget, it was when Walkman's very first came out, and we were listen- listening to Eddie Murphy Delirious. We had, sp- me and my friend Patty Loney had split a yeah. headphone thing, so we're each holding one. And I look over, and Jenny Botenhagen is running up the aisle, and her, like, perfectly manicured fingernails, there's barf just pouring from oh, between wow. her hands. It was, was it? a visual that is like in my mind, like a picture. So. And that was windy road base, not chew. She wasn't chawing. Oh, sorry, no. This was a just a windy up. road. This I mean, is just a barf bus no. barf story. Windy roads are bad enough. Yeah, yeah. I, I've always had a high uh, a high tolerance for tobacco products. Yeah. Because I grew up, you know, in Montana, and there's a lot of organic tobacco industry I've, I, you know when you get lost in a sentence and I knew you guys got real quiet anticipating something great from Chris we just hope, we just hope that survivors would make it out <laughs> but uh wait I, you're just saying pe- a bunch of people use tobacco products not and I as a young kid was peer pressured into doing snuff which goes up your nose like yeah, okay snooze or snoo I can't remember but I that Snooch. didn't make nothing made me sick you loved it all. Just a third malt liquor forty. That would maybe get me, <laughs> get me uh, bound up. Did you ever drink Mickey's Big Mouths? Sure. Oh. Well, the Big Mouths came later. <laughs> oh, nah, it's okay. But we're staring right Everything at each other. Everything you've done in life is geared around you and what you want. But he was staring right at me. Yeah, but he had that look on his face like he didn't care. It was very strange. Let's look at him. There you. Go. <laughs> oh, oh, he's so interested in the. Nikki Romero billboard. <laughs> I love billboards for DJs who are going to be in Las Vegas. Yes. Who's like, <laughs> oh whole, my this, god, this, you guys. This city is built on that. Let's let's take a three day weekend Actually, because on rock and roll. this Danish guy is going to be <laughs> deciding what 45 seconds of song we'll hear. So that is who they are. They, yes. Every time it's ju- and it's just a dude's name it's never like dj scribbles or whatever no. it's no, just it's, it's usually roman numerals arranged in some strange way <laughs> and and the guy always looks like someone that 
like if you ran into him in Nordstrom's, you would be uncomfortable. But it's like that guy standing on a billboard. That's <laughs> yeah. what's hilarious. It's like the shoe guy in Nordstrom's got a gig where he gets to take his ponytail I, down. I mean, that makes looking at it that way it makes me happy for it. That like, <laughs> like DJs really are people who just managed to win some sort of lottery yeah. and like. Without a real skill. I agree. And that people get angry with me because of the world of hip-hop being based on, you know, talented DJ sampling. I'm not taking away from that, but when it's a club DJ who's literally pushing play on his laptop, and it's a laptop, there aren't even turntables. Hey, he has to decide how many BPMs this room is going to be. And it's it's hard. It's hard, depending on high, how high-octane or ultra the room is. <laughs> you got to know your BPMs. I mean, here's the thing. You can't drop the beat at the wrong time you have to it has to build with his not you heard so drop. much of it and then boom right <laughs> and then you're talking specifically about dubstep I think um, I'm talking about working at Chipotle oh, <laughs> yes. let me just say <laughs> drop those beats I love and appreciate being DJs and everything that they do okay and also the big list of hot gay guys that that one DJ has in Los Angeles which is important because what <laughs> There's what this one it? DJ, and he has, like, a big list of who the hot gay guys are, and then you, they get invited to things. <laughs> and they just show like, up. It was just his personal list yes. to kind of go over every once in a while and memorize exactly. names. And you yeah. get to be near them? or do Some, you, Somebody's got to keep that list. And you get do you to be... get to you spend five minutes with each one at every gig? <laughs> it's not like speed dating. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> It's wonderful. And all of them are at Pride just having a good time, and I'm here. Listen, you said yes. Also, I would like to dedicate this podcast appearance to Glenn Weldon from um, Pop Culture Happy Hour on NPR. Oh, when, yes! When he said that he liked this podcast, he specifically referenced mine and two other Glenn. episodes as good ones. So that was a really that was a big moment for Do You Need a Ride? And I thank you guys for making that happen. It yes. was. I mean because you it guys was. needed somebody to really push the quality of the show up to the next level. I mean I was trying to do something with KPCC, which is the uh, <laughs> which is you know, it's public radio and uh, They do Delilah, I think. <laughs> Karen, have you considered <laughs> doing more pledge breaks during the course of I just um, want to get political on here <laughs> and make some civic changes. Also talk about California water policy. <laughs> yes, it's please. Rough. I mean nothing let's start closing down golf courses. It splits a room to talk about local politics and I'll start with golf courses. <laughs> I'm torn in the middle of my own self because you I enjoy probably golf. probably seem like one of those guys who would like golf. Oh, he's I, real. I love golf. I used to golf as a young person, but I I do not I do not agree with golf courses. One of my most the moments on Entourage that would bother me most was when they were hitting golf balls around because I was like at least be sexy douchebags. You don't just get to be douchebags. Right. I'd uh, I do. I mean, I'm so excited for that movie, though. I'm sorry. I just have to say that. I'm, uh, I'm seeing it that tomorrow. You are? Yes. Uh. With the other hosts of my podcast, Pop Rocket, on <laughs> Maximum Fun. Huh. Listener-supported Maximum Fun. Um, I've We're never supported. been on Pop Rocket. You haven't. We don't normally have guests. Sometimes we have oh. guest hosts, and I have yeah. suggested you as a guest host. And people said no? Chris can't. Well. We just haven't had enough time or space. Chris can't because there are no straight white guys on um, on Pop Rocket. That's a guarantee really? from Pop Rocket? Well, I mean, sometimes we've I'm had... I'm not the straightest. Check Je- your... <laughs> I mean, there are people... I can... I can hang. I just talked about being a chapter. N- I went to Chappies. You went to Chappies, <laughs> and so felt great very at comfortable that day. Chris, I just want to say, <laughs> your watch is so big. Thank yeah. you. And I, guys, I'm not even wearing a watch. We all know what guys. <laughs> know. I just no, it, it cut to me wearing it a watch. Looks like a Japanese penis. automobile's engine. <laughs> it does. Mitsubishi. It's a very yeah, very. Uh, it's a polished metal. It's heavy. I have the small arm and I have a big arm for reasons I won't go into, but I rarely use my <laughs> left arm. It's shrinking mm-hmm. day by day. It's shrinking as sure. the other one exponentially is growing. And so I thought getting a bigger Speaking watch. Of day by day, do you guys ever just do a jazz standard during the middle day, of the day? Day by day. Now can I be on the podcast? <laughs> did, he, did he prove himself yet? No. Day by day. I like just for the sake of being on a podcast, you would be like, I'm not that straight. Like, it's like anything to podcast. <laughs> please. 
clear. I mean, that's why I left Pride Celebrations. <laughs> Podcasting. <laughs> they really are the. We are. They're the next wave of entertainment, and we're just getting in there, locking in our places in the ground floor. Do you guys want to hear about the time I made out with a guy? Yes. Sure. Okay. It's it's not. I mean, it's not. Whatever. It's. I'm not. Uh, it's not safe for work. It, it is. No, I was all male production as you like it. <laughs> it was. I uh, we were. I was young, and where there was girls involved, and they said, "Will." Uh, they were friends. We were all friends, but they said we'll take our shirts off. And I, I, I wonder if I, I had even seen a girl with her shirt off at this point. But anyway, they said we'll take our shirts off if you guys make out. And I was like, of course. <laughs> but he was very reluctant. He was like, I do not want to do that. No way. He was a drummer, and and uh, he he just was too cool. And I'm come on. And uh, and then he said okay. And then so we made out for a little bit. And I don't think that these girls ever took their shirts off. You would think that would be something you would get in place before you make Yeah, that like a contract or something. Yes. Yeah, well, I wasn't thinking ahead. I wasn't as business savvy. Did you feel any warmth or tension or excitement? Uh, you know, I felt that when, when I was kissing girls at that point, too. It was all very scary to me. And, uh, you know, it felt, yeah, it was no big. I'd been in acting classes. I kissed a man with braces once. That was the only nervousness is the braces thing. Is were very, had hooks on them and I a lot like, of rubber bands. I feel like when you kiss girls, there's a lot of, like, sweetness and gentleness that I find time-wasting. Uh, <laughs> and when you kiss a guy, it's like, how can we make our mouths being near each other as much as possible like anal fucking. Um, <laughs> and I like that. Is that a real thing? My, I don't do remember. I remember mine <laughs> not being that aggressive. Funny. It was... T- it's, I, that, I'm not making a joke, but he, that person, he's a friend and he passed away. Un, unrelated. I think unrelated. The only I man, hope. The only man I've ever kissed has died, so I... That's, you broke his heart that day. I, it was years later, and I'm not making light. People that know me and know him will be mad at me if they think I'm joking. No, Chris's of course gums are cursed. <laughs> I got demon gums. <laughs> I'm like a, the gums from Game of Thrones or something. Game of Thrones finale is tonight. That's right. Oh, maybe the girl... Maybe just her feet were getting burnt. Maybe... Oh, she's long I'm dead. sorry. That's a. I don't like that. She's such a sweet little girl, man. When that guy she taught how to read gets, he's going to twist everyone's heads off like oh, soft bread. Lose his shit. He will lose it. You haven't either, you Chris. You have not read the books, right? No, I have not. I, We're just so going fo- so far off the rails from what we know from the books. It's crazy, and it makes me upset every time. But I'm starting to enjoy it. Are the books worth the read? Uh, yeah, they're good, but only if you like nerd books where. Like, they're really complex, and I like a nice complex book. Complex in, like, what, there's math problems in the columns on the side? Essentially, yes. People were getting very upset a couple different times, I think, with the books not being true to the show because of, in the show, they just have people getting raped, and and maybe in the books it was more consensual. Does that? Yes, that happened. Do you know what I'm talking? That happened. It was that one time when um, Cersei and... um, and Jamie had sex in the Great Sept of Baylor. Yes. See, they why did they make Jamie such a? He's like a nice guy now. He was the evilest. He was the first guy to push a kid out a window. Yeah, it's great. He was, but that happens in the book too. Look, Game of Thrones <laughs> is entirely about constantly having your central perspective chopped away, and then having to queer your perspective on things. You start out thinking, oh, oh. Ned Stark, he's a good guy. He's going to be the one to take us through this. And then you chop off his head. Right. It's like, what's up now, buddy? And then (laughs) to the point that, you know, it's like a little person and a lady and, you know. A dragon. And dragon. And they're the ones who are in charge and whose eyes you're seeing through, except for the dragon. I want more to happen with the place that Anya Stark is in because I don't understand what it is or what's happening but I'm just kind of trying to be like I maybe I'll just get it eventually if I just keep my eyes going where she's learning direction. to be a face changing assassin in Bravos. yeah so is it face changing for real okay the thing is is in the books she like on this little mission she's on where she's like selling fish and stuff she literally <laughs> they pull off her face and put somebody else's face on her oh my god they haven't shown that and she has somebody else's face but because but people would be upset if they did that to yeah, that girl because you have 
because you because and also you have that actor and you want to use that actor that we all already love. Yeah, yeah she's uh, that girl's bad ass. She's the best. I really like that kid. Yeah, yeah, she is. It's a great character too. The whole time that she was running around. With um with the hound in the books, I was like, oh, I'm so worried for her. I'm so worried for her. And then I was like, oh no, Arya Stark would love this. Arya yeah. Stark is not having to be a nice, polite lady. She's off with the hound, killing folks. I know, I know the hound in real life. She Ow. dealt, she dealt with him coldly. I know the guy who got his head crushed in real life, Pedro. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. he's awesome. Mine is Rory McCann. Who is it? McCann? Shit. Yes, Rory McCann. He was in the book group with me. Oh. He was the guy in the wheelchair in the book group. Karen, oh, wow. that you don't enter every door <laughs> saying, back when I was starring on a British sitcom, <laughs> it just kills me. I, it's, you know what? It's just how I play it. <laughs> how come it's, I don't, uh, is this bad that I don't know about you starring on a British sitcom? I don't sitcom? tell anybody anything. You don't tell me anything. <laughs> I'd uh, like a copy of that BBC, whichever number network it is. I'm sure it's BBC. It was Channel 4. One through four, five. BBC One. Wow. You and Rob Delaney. Yeah. British entertainers. <laughs> oh, when I, was in, when I was in Canada, they ran a promo for his TV show. It was exciting. Did it look good? Um, I couldn't really tell. I was in another room. I was just excited that someone I knew was on television. That woman he's doing it with, Sharon Horgan, is so funny. She's and nice, too, on the Twitter. Yeah, she's great. And Yay she, for her. Her TV shows that she's made already are amazing and hilarious. So I, I bet it's really good. I got to get into the stuff. Chris Fairbanks, what do you like most about summer in Los Angeles? In the oh, summer. Oh, thank you. In I'm, the city. I like where... Uh, you know what? I live by the beach and... Uh, you do? Yeah. Where do you live? I live with Nate Craig. Oh, that's why it took you two hours to get here? Yeah. Fuck you. I know, I, but I like waking up there, and I don't necessarily like being there. All, no, I'll accept his fuck okay. you and embrace it. And uh, uh, I, I just, that now is the time of year where people are just walking past our house, and they're carrying surfboards, and it seems like a 1980s like a movie you'd watch where L.A. is in it and everyone's wearing hot pink and yeah. they're like, uh, you know, friendly and they stop in. We give people <laughs> drinks. Some lemonade. You know, during 4th of July, we do that. But uh, I, I, to, I oh, like it. I've heard good things about your 4th of July party. Um, it's fun. It's fun. You you must be attending this year. If it's happening, I don't know. I will be kinda, back in New York sweating. It's kind of neat. Um, when I first moved here, I assumed I would just get a place by the beach because the beach is nice. And I lived in Los Angeles. And my friend Laura, like, took me aside. I was like, no, guy. There are two types of people in Los Angeles. There are beach people and there are hills people. <laughs> you are not beach people. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and honestly, I think it's been pretty damaging to my entire comedy career because I <laughs> stay home a lot. And it's, I yeah. try to get out. Like, I've, I've been doing stand-up every night. It's just me driving a lot. And I accept that I have to be driving a lot. But, man, if you're going to live here... Go be by the ocean. It seems crazy to be, you know, so close to it and never go to it. I've, yeah. I've never understood that. I've always had family, like, in San Diego, and we'd visit, and we'd go, let's go to the beach. And they're like, well, we haven't done that in seven years. It's five blocks away. Like, I never understood that. Well, so. then you have sand in your I shoes. love going to the beach. You do? I'm not supposed to. Yes. <laughs> um, I love it a lot. I think it's fun. I like swimming in the ocean. Yeah. I like getting brown. Yep. Karen, what do you like most about Los Angeles in the summertime? Um, yeah. You uh, like summer, don't you, Karen? I don't like summer. I don't like I the knew, sun. I knew there was hesitation, and it wasn't because you were sifting through all the reasons. I Yeah, no. I don't like heat. I get sunburned very easily. Melanoma is very uh, prevalent in my family. I sweat. Um, I need to wear a, a primer foundation. To kind of plug up my pores from Sherwin so Williams. If you, <laughs> yeah, I've slapped some of that on before I leave the house. So if you like layer up and then you sweat, you just look like a crazy old lady. Like it just doesn't work for me. You don't like being shiny and hot. Yeah, or like yeah, it just doesn't. Well, it's not my thing. That. I like fog. I like sweaters. I like. Uh, but you know, LA doesn't do any of those things particularly well. What fogs, fog or sweaters? Yeah, any no. season. Or anything. No, it's I'm here against my will 100%. <laughs> As am I. It's depressing <laughs> to not know when time is passing because there is no benchmark. It's wonderful. That's, right. That's what Starbucks is for. <laughs> You're going to Starbucks. <laughs> oh, 
peppermint. Oh, it's Christmas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrific. Your calendar is Natalie Merchant CDs. <laughs> we're, we're driving past Kitson where celebrities sell their swimwear line. Ooh, sure, and I love Kitson because nobody ever shops there except for people from out of town. Paris Hilton used to shop there. Yeah. Does she exist anymore or she no. did she disappear? We had her. I mean, the, the wonderful thing is, is everyone who wants to bitch about the Kardashians can just be like, look, when we stopped needing Paris Hilton, we just <laughs> got rid of her. Yeah, that's right. We could wish her. We could wish the Kardashians away so easily. And will. And will. It's kind of happening, isn't it? Well, I feel like Caitlyn has fundamentally, like, changed the narrative. Yes. How much can you pay attention to all of these frivolous people being frivolous and arguing about, like, oh, Kim works too hard promoting Midori, (laughs) when it's like, I spent the past 60 years on a terrible, horrible journey that's gotten me to this point, and now I wear flowy, loose fabrics, and it's all I've ever wanted in this world. (laughs) It's wonderful. (laughs) I went to an event that was so confusing. It was some USA basketball, the basketball team, and in conjunction with the new Jeep Cherokee, uh, and that was the event. I don't know if they're promoting the Jeep or the basketball, but it was (laughs) those two things together. Common was rapping. Oh. And when I arrived, the the DJ's uh, desk, I guess we'll call it, (laughs) his turntable... uh, podium the ones and twos the ones and twos were a jeep uh you know grill and biz marquee was just djing like (gasps) pushing and i'm like that's fucking biz marquee and i waved and he waved like a little kid like hi like (laughs) and i was like oh and i took a picture of him and then uh it was kind of boring common wrapped and then he was ushered off and then kim kardashian showed up yes and walked directly to a person who gave her common, an envelope. Common was ushered off. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and was usher was usher just common? Just uh, usher was yeah. <laughs> went to the House self. of Commons <laughs> and was knighted. Uh, but, uh, Kim Kardashian. She went. She got her envelope. She took some pictures with some random people. Someone nodded at her, and she's like, "Am I good?" And then she left. She was specifically paid to just show up. And she, yeah, and 50 grand probably. Too. Yeah, and it was uh and uh I, I I stared at her butt. It was pretty big, right? It was a big butt. Yeah. Karen, have you ever gone to Gracias Madre? Gracias Madre? Yeah, Thank you, brother. No. Gra- Gracias Madre is the weird um is the weird cultish vegan Mexican place <laughs> on Melrose around here. No. And it's the sceniest. And the food is actually really good, and we need to go. Oh. But it's also now entirely populated by DJs. Like, everyone in there is a DJ. Wow. And it's sort of wonderful. Like, billboard level? I don't know. I, I probably <laughs> not know. It, I mean, this is just, they just have the tattoos that indicate to a thinking Angelino that yeah. they are DJs. <laughs> Which is, of course, Roman numerals. Yes. <laughs> yes. Emblazoned on the forearm, vertically. My name is 3,442. It just seems like while you're at home learning to play guitar or painting or, or just writing jokes, the girl you admire is off with a DJ somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As they I just have wealthy parents. Yeah. If we all had wealthy parents. Also, sometimes people with wealthy wealthy parents or who are very attractive try to do stand-up. And it's like, you're doing this wrong. Yeah. That money, money can't buy it. Money can't buy it. I think most of the people we know have rich parents, you guys. No. Oh, really? That's yeah. crazy. Otherwise, they have to go back home or they're on the road or working somewhere. Most of the people we see at night doing comedy, something is supporting it. Do you think any of them had an invention that's still paying off to this day? Maybe, yeah. That's possible. Oh, yeah. You know that. I mean, (laughs) somebody built a better shower curtain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's just this dessert called dump cakes. You basically just pour a Coke into some. I've made so much money. Don't tell anyone it isn't really Kathy. She's a a dump cake magnate. (laughs) I'm the dump cake heiress. Uh, That's why I'm here on Long Island this summer. 
And that's what that's what supports my comedy career. Just this one simple dessert has allowed me to bring you all this comedy. How many how many hours in a lab did they have to spend before isolating the dump kick? Could someone explain to me the dump kick process, please? Okay, the dump kick uh, process is clearly spelled out in its infomercial. So one night at 3 a.m. when you have uh, insomnia. Uh, about your troubles. This is something if you turned on the TV, right. you could see. Chris Fairbanks, what do you think you put into a cake mix to turn it from a cake mix into a cake? Well, I don't have time to make cake <laughs> late cake, at night. But if only there was a way to make cake more quickly. But Chris, what do you think that you need to put into oh, a cake mix? I don't know. I guess flour, sugar, eggs, <laughs> and... Okay, a cake mix is already flour and sugar. But it's like eggs and oil and milk we and things. Should have rehearsed this commercial. That's your presumption. We... That's your presumption. But right. why don't you challenge your own thinking and ask yourself, what if I just poured a coke into what it? What if I poured a coke into some Betty Crocker cake mix, stirred it around, threw it into the oven, t- took it out, and then dumped more shit on top of it? What if all I have is RC cola? Oh well, that'll work. We, oh wow! We call that the Southern Kiss. <laughs> um, what? My grandpa Branham. My grandpa Branham. Whose laugh is that? <laughs> Sorry. My grandpa Branham would only call it Roll Crown Cola. Roll, roll Crown. Roll, roll Crown. He pronounced it in full. In full. He Why was not? a formal well, man. Well, it sounds like he turned them into one-syllable words anyway. Roll Crown. Roll Crown. Yep. Roll Crown. Has anyone in this car ever been to Cedar Sinai Hospital, which is on our right? Yes, I had a camera put in my penis hole there. <laughs> Guy? Is Guy? It still there? Yes, it's it's got its own reality show. <laughs> no, I just read popular stories about celebrities having their children here. Yeah. I, I, got, I got sent there when I had my seizures in the 90s, and they immediate, they found out I had no insurance and immediately said, thank you, uh, you can head on down to Torrance, California. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Your medical problems to where the poors go. At Harbor County Medical. I like the idea that Cedars, you have to read for health care. Like, you get... For real. If you're, if you're with a big enough agency, you get the <laughs> chance to go in and read. Yeah. And then there are callbacks, and then you get a doctor. Just good luck with all of it. Karen, I don't want to, I mean, rub it in, but I was uninsured when I got my penis camera installed. And they still installed it? Yeah, yeah. How'd no, you get Chris, away with that? Chris actually made $400 for doing that. That, <laughs> oh. that applied to some it's dental like, work. Why are all these people in here? Oh, these are just some guys I golf with. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole new kind of fetish porn where the camera goes into the penis. <laughs> That's terrifying. I just stole a joke from one of my dad's old cartoon <laughs> strips. There was a lady at a, at a gynecologist... And she said, who are these other men? And they have clipboards. And he, clipboards. And he just says, oh, these are just some guys I call for. <laughs> and yeah. in that, you're, you're making light of the sexual objectification and lack of power that women have over their own sexuality. I brought the power back by you're, making it about my penis camera. I know, but I'm just saying that your dad's little cartoon from, I'm going to go with 1981. It was the 60s, man. It, it, it was man, a better time, it was a man. Time. It's deeply regressive, and I think that that piece of paper needs to apologize to all of us. <laughs> I, My dad, on, on be, I, he's, a, he's a feminist through and through. I think at that point he hadn't raised a daughter, and he'd be the first to apologize for his... Uh, reckless, funny. reckless. It's funny. It was a reckless cartoon. If Karen, who, at- who, who are you to say in this car <laughs> what is or is not bad for women? Listen, <laughs> she is the woman. Just picture it. You have your feet up in the stirrups. The, uh, and you're trying hilarious to talk to your already. I'm remembering the drawing now. Then, yeah, I bet one guy the mustache. Did they look like a little? Oh, you they, know? they all look kind of sinister. Yeah. The men. And she was very much in a compromising position, as I recall. Yeah. So this is <laughs> Maybe she had some abnormal cells. Maybe she had some abnormal cells I was... that they needed to do a sphere <laughs> test They were just on. doing a, a light scrape. And I... those men from the golf course are interested Yeah, they... in how that would work. Yeah. They... I wish the comic strip had been longer now. <laughs> More plot, Dad. Dad. It was a comic strip called Shrink. And uh, there is a shrink involved. A, a psychiatrist? Yes. I really liked I Bloom County as a child. That I was my favorite Bloom strip. County. That's got that penguin, right? Yeah. Yep. I yeah. thought I was so smart because I liked Bloom County. 
it taught me the name of people in the cabinet, but was less full of itself than Doonesbury. I was just going to say, <laughs> it actually was entertaining as opposed to Doonesbury. Are you guys a uh, big Mallard Fillmore fans? <laughs> I mean, talk politics. I feel like I'm a classic Marmadukist. Well, there's nothing uh, more anti-woman than Dagwood Bumstead. Or no, Andy Cap. We've talked <laughs> it's about. It's always it. Andy Cap. You, God, you I can't. I'm still two. mad at him. Yeah. I know. I always confuse him. They both. They oh, both Andy Cap was terrible to his wife, he right? Was awful. Yeah, he's abusive, and they take a face first nap on the couch. I think but, I found um, that distasteful. She did beat him with a rolling pin. So I feel like it was they she were. I was Karen, part of their dynamic. Let's be fair. She, she simply chased him out with the rolling <laughs> pin. We never saw any rolling pin contact. I like those rich people that laughed. Yeah, hard we all at, laughed at we, that uh, that girl almost. Oh, and she's laughing. Holy Wait, maybe Christ. this is all just fun traffic. <laughs> Listen, I have, maybe a sto- it's fun. I have a story. I have a story about here. Okay, I was walking. There used to be a comedy show up at that restaurant, uh-huh. and I was walking from that to that one open mic that was at that falafel place down on Melrose. And I was walking, and then I saw two very well dressed old ladies coming at me. Mm-hmm. And then they got closer, and I realized that it was the Olsen twins. No. And, um, like, <laughs> Ashley was just sort of like, because Ashley's taller, <laughs> was just like rambling off just like a list of instructions at Mary Kate. And Mary Kate was just trying to keep up, and it was hilarious. Oh, wow. is she the more dominant? Yes. Oh, okay. I mean, in any twin situation, there's one who like stole. Stole nutrients from the other. Right. You know? <laughs> yes, there's They're, the alpha. Yeah, because the umbilical cord at, at one point forks off, and one of them is going to give less. <laughs> and, and I'm speaking from my own nieces. They, you know, this the, is true. This is true fact. One was getting less nutrients because the cord. You know, it was like, well, we got to take them out now. And so, uh, uh, one came out, and she is more dominant. She's yeah. taller and uh, better dancer. <laughs> But they're the both way, the sweetest girls in the world. The way we love to dominate. I mean, balance involves a lot of, or dancing involves a lot of different skills. Balance, I already, I killed my own. I'm sorry. Can we edit do, this out? Do you, can yeah. we just, <laughs> do you think the Olsen twins were premature? I feel like they were because they were young and cute, but they, they could make them talk. You know, they put peanut butter in their mouth and they start talking. What's everybody's birth weight? Let's just go through it. <laughs> nine and pounds. I was, I was nine too. I wasn't even ten. Nine. Wow. That's amazing. What's, you know what? What's everybody's birth weight? That's the way you said it. Like, let's fucking get down to it for once. Can we just We've, talk about what's important? We've been dancing around this issue for too long. What's your sign, guy? I'm a Scorpio, which means I'm very sexual. Is that true? I think that's true. You're very handsy. Yes. Um, and Not you with me. It? I just tried to... Do you try to get on times. I went like that, like, hey... But like, that's like bro handsiness. <sighs> It's oh, not like sorry. Sexual. That's, yeah, that's not sexual. That's, I mean, there's just terms of endearment, and you know they don't have to all be sensual. I, I watched guy. like half of Terms of Endearment. <laughs> it was a hard to. <laughs> as a kid, it was not my favorite. It's movie. a long. It's a long one. <laughs> there's long, so many terms. It's a long to read. This, this <laughs> agreement. <laughs> so uh, there's so many terms of endearment. <laughs> uh, Honey, sweetheart. Baby doll. Girl with a U. <laughs> um, girl cakes. with an I. Baby cakes with a umlaut. <laughs> booby cocks. Booby cocks. <laughs> booby have, you guys been to bo- have you guys been to booby cocks? Is it the uh, best bar ever? It's, it, a con- it's, it's such a, a confusing bar. No one knows who should show up at booby cocks. <laughs> and that's why the party is so off the chain. <laughs> Sorry, I've uh, ruined your gay pride, but don't you think right now you're about to transition into an evening situation that's going to be, it's going to reset, no, it's, it's going to rewrite be, the book? It's going to be wonderful and delightful. Um, my Rhythm friend, is a dancer. Oh, that's such a good song. It's a soul Tell, what were What were your... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris, you're a goddamn treasure. Um, Karen, what were, you, what were your, what was your favorite thing at Pride? What was your favorite thing in the parade? Oh, the... Oh, or, well, the or, best thing at Pride was the fact that I was standing in the sun baking alive with a smile on my face. I already to play know ball. you don't like that. I really dislike it. <laughs> We've all learned that. A guy brought me a pink parasol. Oh. And I held it, carried it, and it's. I was like, this is the, this is the accessory I've been missing all my life. It was pretty great. And then someone fucking stole it out of Ryan's really? apartment. Oh, really? 
Yeah, I put it down in the corner and someone took it. Well, you know what, Karen? What's your, when's your birthday? When did when were your first nine pounds? Uh, <laughs> May 11th. I'm gonna get you a big floppy hat. I don't. I don't have a hat. You'll face. wear it and you'll like it. <laughs> <laughs> my mom. Okay. My a mom, resting hat face. My mom is terrible. <laughs> But she's always trying to get me to wear big floppy hats. Really? She's like, the sun. or And she's like, why don't you just wear a big floppy hat? And it's like, you don't want me to be gay. You've made very clear that you don't want me to be gay. But why are you trying to make me be a 50-year-old lady? (laughs) When you said the Olsen twins look like old ladies, I don't... Was it because their clothing style is actually free-flowing... Well, but also they were like such frail, brittle creatures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, and they carry purses that are that they're so big they can get yes, inside of. If exactly. They need to, which is <laughs> Neither of them cool. was holding a coffee. If one of them had been holding a gigantic coffee, I think I might have plots. Yeah. <laughs> then you would have known. Well, I'm glad you guys invited me. I want to go to Pride Week. Look. Yeah, she's letting she's it, doing it happen. She's making it happen. She's <laughs> forcing me to watch her make it happen. <laughs> Pride is the most fun. It does look... People say that it's silly and stupid, but Who it's says not. that? Bigots. It's great. Every, it was fun. Um, well, not just bigots. Look, let's stop fighting with bigots. We already know that bigots are wrong. Let's fight with people who are sensible enough on most things. A lot of gay guys... You're right. that way, guy. No, 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 and we're not going to Sweetser. You're taking me down to um. We don't want to go straight ahead. That's down to the... where? Sorry, sir. Oh, uh, oh. To Here Lounge. I think that you should have to drive through all of this and take me to okay, Here Lounge. Okay, we're going in. All right. We're going into. I might have to roll down Chris. the window just to get some. Uh... Don't yell slurs, Chris. I. Oh, that was only at that one show, and it was out of jealousy. <laughs> Whose show was it? it was, oh. What was it? What did you yell? Remember, we went by the Virgil and John... Er, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, John Arley, yeah. Yeah, or, who I've grown to love. We're Isn't he the best? Hilarious, yeah. I mean, yeah, are, are we amazing. healing hurts that were hap- that happened last time I was on this podcast? I feel like there's they, they cannot qualify as hurts if you get to talk about how somebody else makes you feel. Oh, yeah. look, that guy's pretending the wings are his. <laughs> Here's the yeah, sound. Yeah, yeah. Some sounds of pride. The sa- sights, of course, we can't provide, it's but the sh- pride. It's the pride you can hear. It's a shit show, and they're cute people sometimes. Ooh, that girl's very sunburned. Almost face. everyone here needs sunscreen. Uh-huh. How am I going to... This is a mess, and I'm sorry I got you into That's it. That's okay. It's okay. It's, it's more podcasting time, let's be fair. It's yes. very true. Looks fun. I want to play. I never play outside anymore. But, I, but you're such a noted um, skateboarder. Well, there was Sorry. a Here's time. a bunch, and a bunch <laughs> of shirtless muscle bears are just walking past. That um, that was a hot group of men that just walked past. Yeah, uh-huh. they lo- looked that, great. That was a gaggle of power bottoms. <laughs> no, it wasn't. You I don't, don't know, know what you're talking I about, d- and I'm going to need you to shut up. I know a little bit. I know, but you can't fucking identify a power bottom on sight. You are just throwing words around that don't mean. There's certain muscle striations that only I don't know. It was definitely a group of otters. Uh, they were burlier <laughs> than otters. I think I know that guy right there, but he's hot regardless. Yeah, which one? Tank top. Uh, that does not indicate anything. <laughs> solid, <laughs> solid fair point. Basically, right now, Santa Monica Boulevard has become a ta- one big tank it's top. It's one big tank top. Wow. It's a horizontally striped nautical-themed tank top. I don't think that I would be... I need to get to where I'm comfortable with my shirt off. Well, it's hard. You want to know what? You want to know how I got to that place, Chris? Chris, let me tell you a little something about having an appealing upper body. Okay. Just decide. Just decide. It's a mental. You're okay with this. Mental. It's a mental state. Look, if I waited until I looked better to take my shirt off, oh. I never would. So instead, I just be. Okay, I'll do it. Let me out. I'm taking my shirt off, Karen. <laughs> you can take your shirt off inside. You know these people would scream and shout for you. They'd Uh-oh. love it. And there's a guy in a little pink Speedo. I have a Speedo like that. Oh my God, I can feel the bass. I wear it at the end of laundry. And like the sheer amount of... <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm wearing that Speedo, I know it's because all my other underwear are dirty. Yeah. You're standing into that laundry mat next to the Whole Foods in your Speedo? I wore that Speedo. At, I interviewed the jackass guys and talked about how they had... Uh, uh, sexual undertones, and I wore a speedo, and them 
um, wee man pulled my speedo down and everyone saw my wiener. Oh, <laughs> ha ha! Prank. Yeah, we. It's not that just you guys are dating. <laughs> it was a fun prank. It was a fun prank. It was fun. But I still have the speedo, and it's just like that, guys. What I see, I wouldn't even be here. I'd be inside emailing or something. I need to go to things more. Guys, let's get out. I know. We can't I mean, just leave the car. Okay. Let's just leave <laughs> yeah. the car. So we have to park it somewhere? Okay. Rules. It can be afloat. Let it just be afloat. <laughs> what was your favorite part of the parade? Yeah. Oh, I liked how I, liked how I got more than one Chipotle uh, gift card. Um, <laughs> and I always like when it's all of the religions. But I had to go get Karen. I went to go get Karen. You're going to make a left up here. A I left? Yes. Yeah, so I went to go get Karen, and I missed... The cast of Magic Mike dancing. <laughs> really? Yes. I have single-handedly ruined your entire gay pride um, You elevated and made magnificent my pride. Well, I'm so glad that you came. This is just a break. This oh, is. Uh-oh. Here's Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant. We can't turn left here. Oh. Are you sure? Well. Oh no, we can't. Oh oh right. oh. We'll yeah. flip it around. Yes. Yes. Oh God. Yes. Oh goodness. Oh. That's not good. No. Right. It's We're okay. It through. It's so, okay. Chris, I want you to look at how muscly that one Asian guy is. Where? Where? Right up there in front of us. With the uh, with the gradient tank top. With the gradient tank yeah, top. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. That oh, Rothko tank top. <laughs> he used to have a good upper body until we rolled over him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, oh right. that guy is ready for anything. Down? Oh, the guy that was in the street. I like the uh, kind of juggalo element that also was at Pride. All right. Are you guys going to let me out of this podcast? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you... Yes. I'm just going to get out here. You are? Really? Yes. Okay. Get out on the street. I love it. Yes. Okay. Well, it's dead. Do you I'm have any friends around here? I do. My friends are back at Here Lounge. Okay. Is that back there? Yes. It's, okay. Just it's jump. not an ultra lounge. It's a, gr- it's a green light. All right, bye-bye, guys. Me to pull up? Bye, oh, look, guys. I can pull up right there. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry that I'm That's demanding okay. to leave. It's okay. It was very nice of you to it's have okay. me. I'm really I happy. Oh, thank provide, God you did I it. I feel like I didn't provide the quality content that I did last time. There was a lot of emotional journey last time. Well, do you want to just say one really deep and meaningful thing before you go? Yeah. Um. And just think it. For, think about it for 30 seconds, and Chris sure. and I can fudge it. Yeah. Okay. Um, to uh, be sure to follow Guy Branham yes, on file, Twitter. Follow Guy Branham on Twitter. I pronounce it Branham. Oh, right. Branham, and also his <laughs> new album called Branham Branham Time. Uh, it's called Guy Branham Effable. It's available on iTunes. Also, you should get Karen Kilgariff's Live at the Bootleg, also available on <laughs> iTunes. And Chris, do you have an album? I do, I do. It's called Fairbanks. It's called Fairbanks. Fairbanks. And he's, he has got a denim um, vest on. I oh, used to be comfortable with um, my shirt off. I, I honestly, <laughs> I do not know if I have the capacity to truly love another human being. Like, give fully of myself in like a partnering kind of way. Mm-hmm. I can love people. I can love people a lot. But having true partnership with someone, I don't know if it's something that I can do. That's, what is it? Can I ask? That was deep and meaningful. What do you think the thing is? I honestly think that I just so deeply fear that if I am vulnerable with someone, I will be subject to their insanity mm-hmm. and not have control over it. And that the only way I can protect myself is by pulling away in some way. Mm-hmm. I can relate to that. I can too. All right, bye-bye, guys. Bye. You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? D-Y-N-A-R. Bye, Brenna. Sorry. Bye. Okay, that guy's mad.